Hey, what's up, everybody? End of season for us roadies, almost the end of the season. Gravel racers, still have a few racers, cross racers, getting things rolling. But what we want to talk about today is postseason analysis. How do you look back so that you can make a better future for you in your upcoming races, upcoming seasons? I'm Brendan Howes with Evoke Bike, and this is... Tom, what's up, guys? Hey, guys. Tom, let's kick this off. So what do you do for postseason analysis with your athletes? How do you approach this? So one recommendation right off the start is like having a document or a note in training peaks. Like I personally have one at the end of the year uh, sitting there, just collect notes throughout the whole racing season about like things that are going well, things that aren't going well. So that like in the moment when those things are happening and fresh in your brain, you can uh, write those down. So then at the end of the year, you have all these reference points to, to kind of start analyzing how to approach the, the next season. That's incredible. So I keep a Google doc, but I think I make mine too detailed. And so I think if I use a training peaks box, just, I don't like the note box because then you can't comment back and forth. But I think if I just made one of those like other workouts and started typing in there, I love that. And maybe do bullet points. This was working. This wasn't working because it does help condense or compress everything into, you know, nine months of training and racing into one thing. One thing that I always look at is, while it's great to look at things that went well, I always say, what went wrong? And why did this go wrong? And if I had the ability to go back in time, what would I have tried differently? But then more importantly, have I ever tried that strategy before? Is this something totally new that I'm thinking of? Or maybe I tried something new to try and get to the next level. It didn't work. And now I need to go back to what I had used to do. So kind of try and hit that from both aspects. Or simply said, how do I avoid this from happening in the next year in 2024? And then another big one is, which is from a great book, who, who could help me improve on this? Who did better? Who had a better strategy? Who, you know, there's cycling is an amazing community. And then uh, we'll plug the discord. If you have a question, you don't have somebody to turn to jump in a free discord or any forum and ask people to have experience. Um, and then I think really the last piece of that for me, and then I'll give you the mic back is, is this scenario possibly going to come up next season? And where does this thing in the micro, I mean, there's probably more than one thing that went wrong, but how does this fit into my SWOT analysis? Do I need to double down on a strength? Do I need to more address a weakness? And we, yeah, I can go on and we can talk about that forever, but what else, what do you think? So where else are you going with this? Yeah, I think if you don't have like a note created or something, like just going back in training peaks, looking at like the macro of like ups and downs in your training, and then maybe look at some more of the areas where you had different issues going on and dive in even deeper and look at comments and, and start really looking back, analyzing, starting to create a document of like ideas for, for the next season. So I think I've even done for maybe the past couple of years in my title, I'll start putting things next to the workout name, like feeling amazing, feels good, feeling like dookie, not right, not sleeping well, big things that during the week when it's happening, I'm like, of course, I'll remember this. When I go back, I mean, I can go back four years and think, why the hell was I doing that workout there? Like, And then, you know, it's just so interesting to go back and look, but the more notes you've made me think about this. The more notes you have, the better. But now with your note idea, the more notes that are quickly accessible, the better. So when you say an athlete should go back and look at the ups and downs, they're sitting here. We're recording this on September 20th. They're sitting here 
they're like, well, what do I look like? I know the races I won. Do I have to go back and look at all these power numbers? Like, how do they assess ups and downs? Go get a little more granular on that. Yeah, I like to look at like, say you had a really great race. Like, what did you do before that great race? Did you rest more? Did you do more uh, hard workouts? Say you had a bad race. Look at what you did before that week, a couple of weeks before that and start to like, see if there's any trends about what's going on that are creating those uh, positive and, and negative, like times in your training season, really good workouts, really bad workouts. And yeah. See if there's any patterns that you can kind of pick up on and, and use to, to uh, inform your next season. I think this is just like such a big aspect of like uh, progression year after year is this like part of the analyzing what went right and what went wrong. So then you can, yeah, make adjustments and, and really start to, yeah, learn from your mistakes and not make the same mistakes again. And this is like, yeah, just a huge part of, of that long-term progression. I think the other piece to that too, is also when you find a pattern one year, uh, as many athletes, we think I, this is the magic bullet. I need to do this again. And then if you continually look back, you'll realize, Oh wait, I did something very different for that race. And I actually rode really well. And that's actually quite calming because then now, you know, Hey, with this next race, it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think I've referenced Stephen Bassett a million times saying, it's not that everything's gonna be perfect on the big race that you win. It's just the least amount of things went wrong. And that has been something for me that. I have always tried to lean on me because I want to have, I'll look back. Oh, I did this ride. I did this. And, and the thing we need to remember too, is really like the past six to eight weeks affect your ride today. So we, to, to say to ourselves, oh, I'm going to have the same exact pattern. That's impossible. But I'll look back. Well, I did this hard ride. I did this. And then I rested. Then I did openers. Okay. But then there might be a day where it got all messed up in the beginning of the week got messed up. And then I never did openers. So I had to do two longer rides to keep the volume up. And then, Take a little, you know what I'm saying? So I think find all the patterns. Don't just find the patterns that confirm a previous pattern. Be open to, oh, wait, I did something totally different in that work. Um, yeah, it's just, we can learn so much about ourselves. And I always think of, I'll call him James. That's his name in the Discord. Uh, James in Kentucky had once asked me a question when I posted a video and he saw how many like 10,000 mile seasons, I think he said, he said, dude, you are, you're working at this. Like you are stacking years. And he asked me a question of, I said, Hey, there was, I can't remember the gain that I made. He said, do you think it was this? Or do you think it was just one more year of maturity and growth? And I said, Oh man, that's a great question too. So we need to remember that if you're going back and looking at something from year three, it's definitely going to be different from something in like August of year five. You're a totally different person if you kept training. So keep that in mind too. You're going to be growing on this trajectory. So this is what is amazing and fun about endurance sports and training, trying to find every last optimization. It's just the target's always moving. And so, yeah, love it. What love else it. What else are you thinking about for postseason analysis? I think that was great. I think that really covered it. And yeah. Yeah, and think, any other thoughts? Yeah, I think one other thing, and uh, shout out to Bodo, who was one of the first people that really used the term SWAT with me that I'd always used in business school, but never always, I never said, hey, let's do a SWAT. And he said, hey, what's my, let's do a SWAT. Strength, weakness, opportunity, and threat. And I think the biggest thing is at the end of your season, ask yourself some of the questions like, 
what is a threat not in terms of this rider or I can't climb this hill yet, but I work really late on Tuesday night and my Wednesday workouts always suffered, but I was so stubborn that that had to be my hard day. Maybe my hard day is now Monday or, you know, think of threats in your life. Hey, I'm about to get married. I might be super busy for these two months. Maybe I'm only going to race February, March, April, and you need to. So think of just the weird scenarios that could come up. And same thing for opportunities. There's always a way to get a little bit of gain if you are creative and thinking about things. And then I think strengths and weaknesses are a little bit uh, more straightforward. But just a reminder for maybe someone who's new to the podcast, I don't think we want to look at our attributes and say, well, I'm going to try and be a 10 at everything because that's not possible. I would say sprint. I, if we're going in a group of 20 people, don't bet on me to win that race. Five people, I can sprint against five people. 20, just someone's going to be a better sprinter than me. I don't want to be a five out of 10, but I'm okay being a seven, you know? Um, And so then I bring this up as, do you double down on maybe your time trialing? Or if you can't handle the surges, do you, you know, there's just a, a lot of things we could think and talk about when it comes to strains and weaknesses. And I guess I would just close that with, a really balanced, well-rounded rider oftentimes is successful in the U.S. So if you're in the U.S. and you're not doing huge, crazy long climbs, consider that. Not saying it's for you, but it's something to think about. And hopefully this channel, we're not often telling you what to do, but just trying to spark some thoughts to help you evoke the best picture of yourself as a cyclist. And then you have to make the plan and go do it and execute it. So with that, Thanks for tuning in. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Spotify if you're listening along. iTunes, we could use some more reviews to help the algorithms kick us around to some other cyclists that need help. Tom, thanks for doing this. And we'll talk to you guys soon.